the unknown. Mystery. Space. Have fun. Adventure. Suspense. Fantasy. Nameless, unreasoning, unjustified terror. Welcome to Journey 179 of the Journey Into Podcast, featuring fair tonight, followed by increasing clottiness, an episode of Tales from the Crypt, as presented by Seeing Ear Theater. I am your guide on this journey, Marshall Latham, coming to you from Base Camp in the Treasure Valley. Well, hello and welcome to October and uh, to our second annual <laughs> playing of a Tales from the Crypt episode here on the Journey Into podcast. I uh, I like traditions as long as they're fun and as long as they're pleasant. And I think this tradition that I've established in these last two years of a Tales from the Crypt episode here is both fun and pleasant uh, for me. Uh, it's it's. I really enjoy these episodes, and I really like that this is legitimate tales from the crypt. With even with John Cassier uh, playing the crypt keeper and introducing these episodes and uh, making all the little puns and things like that, it makes it so much fun. And uh, yeah, I so. I'm looking forward to doing this every year. Um, there's only eight episodes that ever existed. Uh, this was uh, done... Well, Seeing Air Theater was part of Sci-Fi.com back in the day when it was actually spelt uh, S-C-I-F-I, Sci-Fi.com, back in the year 2000. In the year 2000! Seeing Air Theater did several radio plays and part of it was this Tales from the Crypt reproduction with uh, cooperation and support from all the producers of the HBO uh, television series. And so uh, it's a pretty cool thing and I'm glad that I found them last year and I'm glad that I continue to present them to you. As with most series, you know, some episodes are better than others. Um, I've liked both of these episodes that I've chosen uh, to produce. I hope you enjoy this one as well. And uh, let's go ahead and get into it. And we can talk all about it at the end. I just need to uh, pull up the old uh, Wamper Dime radio tuner here. And uh, I'll dial it in. And I hope you enjoy. So please come with me. And let's journey back into a pre Uber time when people used things called taxi cabs in order to get around in major cities.
You have a very short memory, Cold Jack. A few hours ago, Sheriff Butcher himself saw you actually pound a wooden stake through a man's heart with this mallet. A man wanted for questioning. Questioning, mind you. He hadn't been arrested. He hadn't even been charged. You broke up our stakeout. And after we were kind enough to invite you to go along, you just charged in there in front of us and killed Janos Korsny before we had a chance to do anything. Well, you were even ranting and raving about this Skorzny being some kind of a vampire. And you had to save the world. The game is afoot. Hmm. I smell fear mixed with curry. Uh-oh. You got me, but I shall be reincarnated. Ha-ha! You can't kill a Hindu! Hunters have gathered from around the globe. Strangers until this night. For a ceremonial hunt which will decide who next will wield the bloodstone. And woe to the monster who finds itself among them. Survive the tale that I've so ghoulishly devised. <laughs> Dark and haunted, these undaunted tales from the creeps. <laughs> Greetings, creeps. Welcome to the theater of the mind, a place where you, and only you, can create pictures to your ghoulish heart's content, not us. We will only supply the words, and if you should find the things we say too disgusting, too repulsive, and totally gross, it'll make me very happy. <laughs> By the way, kiddies, don't you just hate trying to hail a cab? It's dreadful, or should I say, deadful. Fortunately, I can always count on a passing hearse to pick me up. I'm the kind of guy. <laughs> anyway, Fright Fiends, you're about to take a one-way ride up a dead-end street that crashes head-on into horror. Buckle up, boils and ghouls, and put on your warmest shroud. And get ready for the blood-curdling, chilling offering I call Fair Tonight with Increasing Clottiness. <laughs> Hello, Mother. It's me, Egbert. 
I've brought you some fresh flowers. Crocuses. Your favorite. I have to go away, Mother. I found out where they've all gone. If I'm right, then soon it will be all over. Don't worry about me, Mother. I'll be all right. Oh, Mother. I am so sorry. You know how sorry I am. But it's... It's better this way. Soon, you'll be able to rest. Goodbye, Mother. Enjoy the crocuses. I must be getting the hinges of that trunk oiled. Oh, my cab wouldn't start, Ahmed. Savastain wants to see you. Great. Hey, Aliswari. Coming, Mr. Savastain. Aliswari, you have to take Gravesmore tonight. Again? It's the rotation, you know that. Yeah, but this is the second time in two weeks. Yeah, that... yeah, yeah, but Ling called in sick, so you got a cover. Yeah, but there's no one in that neighborhood but homeless people and drug dealers. Even the police don't like to go there. That's why you cabbies are a breed apart. And what about the murders around there, huh? They've not even caught that maniac yet. Look, Baya, you requested the night shift, right? And I haven't asked about your green card, right? But, uh... Gravesmore, that's it. Okay, okay. But one of these days, we cabbies will unionize, and then you... Hey, Baya! So you got Gravesmore. The second time in two weeks, Ahmed. You better watch out. Right, Vito? <laughs> yeah, he better watch out, Ahmed, or the vampire will get him. <laughs> vampire? What vampire? Didn't you hear the latest? Some scientist guy named... Um, oh, yeah, um, Fleagle. That's right, Fleagle. Yeah, He's yeah. got the theory that the murders around there are the work of a vampire. Uh, the police, they believe him. <laughs> they think he's a nut. You know, but you never can tell. Ooh. Hey, Baya, if the vampire drinks your blood, he better like the taste of curry. <laughs> Come on, Ahmed. <laughs> <laughs> See you, Baya. Yeah, and if the vampire bites you, he better like the taste of tomato sauce. Vampires. <laughs> what next? Oh, a grand night for a murder, but not for a poor cab driver looking for a fare. I need little music. Why do they put a stoplight here? Oh! Hey, Papa, roll down your window. Hey, what, what, the, what, the, what the hell do you think you're doing, jumping out of the dark like that? Hey, man, how can you see with a windshield that filthy? Let me clean it for no, you. No, 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 you will please not put that squeegee on my windshield. I will not pay you. That's okay, man. I just want to look busy 
So if a cop comes along, he won't be looking for the drug buy going on across the street. What was that? I don't know, and I don't want to know. Wait! Wait! Damn it to hell. Why am I doing this? Tell me why I'm doing this. There she is, in that alley. Lady! 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 Are you okay? She's dead. You! Oh. Stand back from that woman. Oh, why, why is everybody jumping out of the dark all the time? Get over there. Face that wall. Yes, yes, yes. The wall I'm facing. Dead. That's right, mister. She, she's dead. I am very careful to make sure that she is completely... Quiet! Oh, do not hurt me, mister. Did you do this? Me? Me? No, no, no. I am driving my cab, minding my own business when I hear a scream. So right away, I just... Driving a cab? Here? In Gravesmoor? This is where they assigned me. Turn around! Oh, Face oh. me! Yes, yes, I am turning. I am facing. See? What? Say. I am not understanding. For what am I saying? No blood. No. You didn't do this. Stop it! Why is it that I must say e? I was checking your teeth to see if you were one of them. One of them? One of whom then? A vampire. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not a vampire. Hand me my bag over there. Oh, oh certainly. What do you mean, a vampire? Why would you think I was a vampire? Because this woman was killed by a vampire. Oh, that makes sense. And here I am, so of course... Ah, here it is. Is there anyone around? I don't see anybody what, what is that? A wooden stake. And what is that for what, please? That is for this! Oh! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh! oh. Quiet! No, she won't become one of them. You just drove that pointy sharp stick through that lady's chest with your bare hands! It saves time fumbling for a hammer. In my line of work, time is of the essence. You drive pointy sharp sticks into dead bodies for a living? I am Dr. Egbert Flegel, world-famous mythologist and vampire hunter. Flegel? Oh, I heard about you. Mm. I must make a note of this. Where's my recorder? Uh. <clears throat> October 12th, 9.10 p.m. Just after sunset... Victim found corner of 37th Street and Rose Avenue in the Gravesmoor section. Staked. You say you're a cab driver? Take me back to my hotel. Uh, but shouldn't we wait for the police? The police? <laughs> the police are idiots. I told them what was happening, but they won't listen. They won't even investigate this area. They think I'm crazy. Me, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. Ah, but I was here, wasn't I? I knew, I knew that there would be another killing, didn't I? Crazy, huh? 
Well, when this city becomes a gory charnel house of terror, overrun with demonic ghouls sucking the life's blood of innocent women and children, we'll see who's crazy then. <laughs> I suppose that is true. Let me have my bag back. What's your name? Uh, me? Uh, Baya. Uh, Baya Baniswati. Well, Mr. Baniswati, I tell you, there is something happening here. Something big. Something evil. Remember you heard it from me, Dr. Egbert Flegel. Now, come on. Oh, no, I, I don't think so. What? Uh, no, I, I do not think it is safe being around you. <laughs> Mr. Bonaswati, the safest place you could be is with me. Certainly safer than being out here alone with the vampires. <laughs> what hotel are you at? Vampires are the worst sort of evil in the world, Mr. Bonaswati. They are subversive. They spread around the world, infecting everyone with their hellish lifestyle. They move into an area and sap the vitality out of the populace, one drop of blood at a time. They are truly a red menace. Uh, no, that is not good. I've been monitoring the level of vampiric activity throughout the country, and I've never seen this level of activity in a major urban center before. There seems to be a trend, a migration to this city. Uh, listen, uh, Dr. Fliegel, I come from a small village in northern India. I love my village. But there the people are very poor and very ignorant. They have superstitions just like this of the vampire. I come to America to escape such foolishness. America is the land of science, I think. This is science, Mr. Baneswari. Vampires are governed by immutable scientific laws. They cannot move during the daytime, but must sleep on a layer of their native soil. Anyone killed by a vampire becomes one. They can only be destroyed in one of three ways. Stake through the heart, decapitation, and fire. Yes, yes, I know, I know. In my village, the old women used to tell stories of a vampire-like creature called the Brahma Purusha, who is not biting the necks of his victims, but he is drinking their blood from their own hollowed-out skulls. Can you believe it? And the Brahma Purusha can only be killed with a golden dagger. Now, who carries a golden dagger around in a poor village? <laughs> no, 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 no. I come to America because it is the land of reason, not fairy tales. I tell you, this is no fairy tale. Say, are you sure this is the way to the hotel? Do you think you know this city better than me? No, no, but... Now, this is a shortcut that only Bayer Baneswati knows. It will get you there five minutes faster than miss the bad traffic in the center of town. I am a very good driver, you bet. I come to America because I hear it is the land of opportunity. But it is not. And do you know why? Because there is too much competition. Too much competition. It will kill you. You take it from me. Mr. Baraswani, turn the radio off. What? Turn it off! Please. Mr. Baraswani, how well do you know this city? Dr. Fliegel, nobody knows this city better than me. Bhaya Baraswani. Then, Mr. Baraswani, you said this was the land of opportunity? Well, I'm going to give you the opportunity to be a hero. A hero? Me? How do I be a hero? By helping me rid the city of the vampires. No, I don't think so. Listen, you've got to help me. 
I'm convinced that this city is on the verge of a plague of evil, the likes of which the world has never seen. I must find the source of this plague. You know every inch of this city. Between us, we can save the lives of everyone here. <laughs> no, no. It's too dangerous. You must. You must. No, no. I can't. I won't be stopped. Do you hear me? Not by an insignificant little... Mr. Baraswari. By, uh... What is it? <laughs> by, uh... Do you love America? Do you love your country? Yes, I do. I do love it. Well, by helping me, you will be striking a blow for the American way of life. Well, I... For freedom and democracy. Well, I... And for cab drivers everywhere. Well, I... And I promise you that you will be in no danger. Really? Well, very little. Well, y you say we will get rid of the vampires? Yes. And I will be a hero? Yes. And we will get rid of all the vampires? Yes. Well... Please. Please, Baya. Well, very well. For America and the cab drivers. Thank you. Thank you. But I'm keeping the meter running. Waitress, another refill. Are you going to be long? I want to close up. Bring me the check. Now, Baya. Look at this map. We're here, in this coffee shop at the edge of the Gravesmore section of town. The victims were found here. 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 And one tonight, here. All within this neighborhood. Obviously, the vampire... or vampires are based somewhere in this vicinity. The question is where? And what is it you want from me? There are a lot of ruined, burned-out buildings in this area. But the vampire needs shelter from the sun. He needs a basement or, uh, or a room with covered windows. Well, in this area here, most of the buildings are intact. And right over here is an old clubhouse. Clubhouse? Political clubhouse. Young socialists, I think. Hmm. <coughs> Here's your check. Let's go. Now? Now! But if, if vampires cannot go out in the daytime, shouldn't we be waiting until the morning? There may not be time. I'm telling you, something strange is going on. Oh, yeah, you mean something strange apart from the vampires? Listen to me. I've devoted my entire life to hunting these devilish monsters ever since my... For many years. I've studied them, tracked them, put myself into their shoes. I learned to think like a vampire. I learned to be a vampire. Now you are frightening me. And I'm telling you, I feel in my soul that they are about to unleash hell on earth if they are not stopped immediately. Do you hear me? Hell on earth! Now, come on! That's it! I'm going to be charging you double the meter! You will be telling me, please, Doctor, what we are driving around this godforsaken area looking for? Something, uh, anything that will give us a clue as to where the vampires are hiding. Like what, for example? Like that. Take this left. Oh, here we go again. We are in time. He is still living. Thank God you came. 
came along. It is the squeegee man from earlier tonight. Look at his neck, doctor. What happened, son? I was just standing around with my squeegee. I was about to call it a night when this woman came up to me. And all of a sudden, she grabbed me. I was this pain. Then I don't know. I must have screamed. Whoa, man. I'm kind of dizzy. What happened to the woman? She must have run off when she heard you coming. That way. Over there, towards the building. Doctor, do you think... You a doctor? Whoa. I'm really lightheaded. Like I want some real good squiff. Let me look at you, son. Hmm. What's your name, son? They call me Wiper. Well, Wiper, I think I can help you out. Buy my bag. Just close your eyes, Wiper. Okay. Wow, like a flying. Now, this might sting for a second. Cool, dog. I'm cool. Oh my god! You just shoved that pointy chopstick through his chest! What the hell are you doing? He was not dead! Look here. And his teeth. They're fangs. Where's my recorder? October 12th, 10.37 p.m. <clears throat> Victim found, corner of 37th Street and Dwight Alley. Not dead, but in the midst of transformation. Staked. Apparently, it is possible for a vampire to remove enough blood from a victim to infect without killing. A topic for further research. That doorway may lead to the vampire's lair. You're not going in there, are you? No. Oh, good. We are. Huh? Oh, no, 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 no. I need another set of eyes. I need a witness. No, no, thank you. I am driving a cab, not hunting a vampire. Would you rather stay out here? All by yourself. I tell you what I would rather. I would rather get into my cab and get the hell out of here because I would rather not end up with the tooth marks on my neck and a great pointy sharp stick in my chest. I can't protect you if you don't stay with me. Then why should I not just drive off back to where it is safe? And leave me here? Alone? I, I don't think you would do that, Paya. What if there is trouble? At the first sign of trouble, you get out. But I, I want you to do something for me first. What is that? Here. These microcassettes contain all of my notes on this case. If anything happens to me, I want these notes to be given to the media. These tapes must be kept safe. Oh, give it to me. Keep watch. I will lock it in the trunk of my cab. Must be getting that trunk hinge oiled. There. All safe and snug. Good. Now take this flashlight and follow me. This is a very large basement. These buildings must be interconnected. Say, Dr. Flieger, how did you get into this crazy job anyway? was a vampire.
also very sorry. And I was the one. The one who had to. Oh, you stuck a pointy sharp stick into your mother. She was not my mother then. She was an evil twisted thing. And ever since then, I made it my business to hunt down and kill every vampire I could find. Looking for the one that turned my mother into... And when I find the lousy bloodsucker, I'll... Hello, boys! What? Oh, oh, who's there? Want a refill? It's the lady from the coffee shop. Because I do. <sighs> oh, she's a vampire! Oh, the match, Maya. Get it, old man. I'm not good with pointy sharp sticks. There's a hatchet in bag. Chop her head off. Hurry, Maya. Here's the hatchet. Oh, oh, here goes. Oh. A natural vampire killer. Will you teach me that trick with a pointy sharp stick? Later. Now, pick up the bag and let's go on. But uh, why? Uh, she, the, the, the vampire is dead. Haven't I told you? There are more than one. I've been tracking them. Oh, no. Listen, Maya. You just made your first kill. How do you feel? Exhausted. And what else? Isn't your heart pounding? Isn't your blood up? Uh, it, it was somewhat satisfying. The thrill of the hunt, Maya. You don't want to stop now, do you? Well... Good man! Now, come on. But be careful. They may have heard us. Look at all the junk. This place is a real fire trap. Uh, that may be why it was condemned. My goodness, we are walking a long way. What's that smell? An old gas main must run underneath this building. What's that? An old American flag. This must be that political clubhouse. Stop. What? Shh. Over there. meeting room. Scores of them. One of them is at the podium. America is the land of opportunity. And aren't you tired of fighting each other over every drop of blood to come your way? For centuries, each of us has hunted alone. And we barely survived into the new millennium. I've called you all to gather here, in this city, 
from all across the country to propose a new world order, a collective of vampires working together through a centralized organization. We can harvest the veins of the living and live off the blood of the land. Oh my God, the vampires, they are forming a union. Hasn't this been tried before? Many times, many times, it's true. But then we were afraid to come out in the open as vampires. We tried to take over through human fronts like Nero, Hitler, Stalin, Pat Robertson. Now we will unite and take our rightful place as vampires. It sounds like socialism to me. My friend, don't fool yourself. The days of fang and claw individualism are at an end. We all suck together. Are we all suck, period? If they organize into a cohesive unit, no one will ever be able to stop them. It isn't Dr. Egbert Flegel. So glad you could attend our little rally. We've all followed your career with great interest. As I have followed yours, you foul hellhounds! We will now spread throughout the city and colonize. And then the next city, and the next, and the next. The domino effect. And soon, the world will be ours! Not if I stop you! And you shall be the first to join our party. I will recruit you personally, Doctor. The way I recruited your mother. No! Get them! Bastards! Doctor, what do we do? Quick, fire! Get me that flagpole. Jam it in this door. It's the only way out of that room. Uh, oh, oh, this will not be holding them long. Gather up all that debris and paper. Place it next to the door. Yes, yes, I am gathering. I am placing. Now, Baya, stand back. Fight. Burn in hell! Mother, you are a man! Doctor, the old gas pipe! We have to run! Come on, Doctor! Run! Let's just wait here until the excitement dies down. Uh, where's my recorder? <clears throat> October 12th, 12.27 a.m. Vampire's lair discovered and incinerated. No apparent survivors. Although the next few days will tell, I am confident that the danger is over. And my mother can now rest in peace. Oh, oh, before I forget, Baya, get me my tapes out of your trunk. Oh, here are my keys, Doctor. Help yourself. What's this? 
What is what, doctor? <laughs> There's a layer of dirt in the bottom of your trunk. Oh, yeah. A souvenir from my village in India. But what? <laughs> what? But, but what is it doing in your trunk? Because that is where I sleep. Baya? You are... No! No! It's not true! You, you, you can't be! I mean, you have no fangs! Oh, doctor! Why are you not taking notes? Uh, give me your recorder. I will do it for you. Uh, thank you. <clears throat> the Brahmapurusha is a vampire-like creature who is not needing fangs as he is not biting the necks of his victims, but is drinking their blood from their own hollowed-out skulls. You see, Doctor, this way the Brahmapurusha avoids creating other Brahmapurushas. My bag! There! Ah! Oh, Doctor, another note you forgot to take. <coughs> the Brahmapurusha can only be killed with a golden dagger. Are you having a golden dagger in your possession? No. Well, most unfortunate. Oh, my God. Let me out. Oh, do not be going so soon. Let me go. Dr. Flegel, let me just be saying, as a cabbie, that you were a very delightful fair, and now you are going to be a very delicious fair. No. No, don't. Don't. do. Ah, pull off the head! Ah, pull out the skull! Scoop out the brains! Ah, empty the veins! Aha! I was very lucky to be making your acquaintance, Dr. Flegel. You did me a most marvelous favor. Once again, America is the land of opportunity. As I said, too much competition. It will kill you, whether you are a cabbie or a vampire. Okay, kiddies, the ride is over. Everybody out. Don't forget to take all your belongings, especially your vital organs. <laughs> Good thing for Bayer, his hack license was current. Unfortunately for Dr. Flegel, he never noticed his birth certificate had an expiration date. <laughs> well, Fright Fiends, it's deady by time for the old Crypt Keeper. <clears throat> Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray by morning I'm still a creep. And when I wake it's breakfast time with a bowl full of bugs in goopy slime. <laughs> Yum. Makes me hungry just thinking about it. <laughs> Pleasant screams. Tales from the Crypt, Fair Tonight, followed by increasing clottiness, was written by Andrew Jaffe, adapted from the story in the EC comic book Tales from the Crypt, originally published by William M. Gaines. 
Fair Tonight, followed by Increasing Clottiness, featured Keith David as Dr. Egbert Flegel, Asif Manvi as Baya, Glenn Zarr as Wiper, Andrew Jaffe as the Vampire Union Leader, George Zarr as Vito, Leah Applebaum as Matilda the Waitress, and John Kassir as the Crypt Keeper. Fair Tonight, followed by Increasing Clottiness, was produced and directed by George Zarr, associate producer Larissa James, sound engineering by Leonard Hospidor, sound design by David Shin and Paul Goodrich, additional cryptkeeper material by Jack Wool, Tales from the Crypt series theme composed by Danny Elfman with lyrics by Jack Wool, theme arranged and performed by Ohad Talmor, series story editor Tony Daniel, Series announcer, Alyssa Honeycutt. Executive producers, Jack Wool, Brian Smith, Richard Donner, David Geiler, Walter Hill, Joel Silver, and Robert Zemeckis. This has been a production of Sci-Fi.com's Seeing Ear Theater. The crypt is closed. So there you go. There is... Fair Tonight, followed by Increasing Clottiness, an episode of the Tales from the Crypt, as presented by Seeing Your Theater. And uh, yeah, you heard all the credits there. A lot of talent, a lot of people uh, put effort into this show. And like I said at the beginning, I, I'm, I'm glad they did it. I'm glad we have this to, uh, to enjoy here uh, 22 years later. <laughs> um, after they produced these, you know, I say old time radio and it, it seems like the year 2000, the year 2000 isn't old time radio because it actually didn't exist on the radio. It existed on the internet, but still it's like it was just yesterday sometimes, but yeah, it was 22 years ago. Uh, my kids, well, my oldest child was born in the year 2000. And uh, yeah, they're off uh, living on their own now and all those kinds of things. So it has been a long time since this came out. And it was kind of back before podcasts existed, back before, you know, the internet. It was, I guess what I'm trying to say, it was kind of an experiment at the time. And sci-fi.com was really inventive. It was really kind of a neat thing back in the day. Uh, I don't know what it's like now. I assume it's just, well, you know, they don't know how to spell it anymore. So <laughs> anyway, let's talk about this episode. I, I thought it was a lot of fun. You know, when you look back on it, I mean, it's, it's a classic monster hunter story. I definitely got a Kolchak vibe from it with this lone vampire hunter out on his own trying to take on the vampires and nobody believes him and and all that kind of thing. I, I got that kind of a vibe. But I really like the reveal at the end that our main protagonist, this cab driver, um, is a monster. Is, oh shoot, what do they call it? Brahma. Shoot. Sorry. You heard it in the episode, but it's this type of vampire from India. I tried to, to do some research and look up these uh, vampires from India that are described in this episode. 
but I, I couldn't find anything. I mean, there are vampire type creatures, like different types uh, that are described in uh, Hindu lore from India, but none, none that match the description that uh, they came up with. So they may have just made this up for this episode. But uh, yeah, I like they, they don't have fangs, you know, they don't suck the blood out of their victims like a classic European vampire. <laughs> they rip their heads off and uh, drink the blood out of their skulls. And uh, yeah, that's pretty brutal, isn't it? In the episode when, when he does that, I mean, you know, it's it's not that bad. But yeah, I mean, they, they went for it. <laughs> you know, the, he kills the guy and rips off his head. And he's like, oh, scooping out the brains. Oh, it's funny. Uh, well, I say funny. I should just say fun. It's just good horror stuff, you know? The stuff like that I don't get weirded out about. Now, everybody watching this Dahmer series on Netflix, I don't, I don't want to touch that thing for the 10-foot pole. I don't want to know all the secrets and terrible things that Dahmer did and how he ate his victims and all that kind of stuff. I don't care about that. I don't want to know. That's real life stuff. I guess that's where the separation in my brain happens. I think I've talked about this before. I don't know on this podcast or others, but um, stuff like this, like this episode where we're talking about vampires and killing them and them killing other people. And, you know, even though it's gruesome and, <laughs> you know, we're talking about people dying and sticking stakes through people's hearts and uh, ripping their heads off and stuff like that. It still just seems like good fun, you know, where when you have a real serial killer or somebody that's that's actually out killing people and and, uh, you know, torturing people or, you know, whatever, that kind of stuff. I don't like to hear about. I don't I don't want to listen to that. I don't want to be a part of that. I, I steer away from shows and movies and stuff that has a lot of that in it. Like the Saw movies, I've never been interested one bit in watching those. Even though those are fictitious and some people might find them fun, that that to me just is, isn't fun. That That's not what I want to be entertained by. But this good vampire story and, and told so well. Um, I, anyway, I kind of interrupted myself there. You know, as I've listened to this a couple different times, and they put the pieces in place, right? So that if you were really paying attention, you would know that uh, this guy, this cab driver, was actually a vampire himself, or a form of a vampire himself. You know, a couple different times they talk about the, the creaking trunk door, that he's getting his stuff out of or putting stuff in. Uh, talks about, you know, he requested to work nights and um, those kinds of things. And then, you know, right, Chekhov's gun, right? He brings up this new lore, this new mythology about this Indian vampire that's different, that's only killed by a golden dagger, you know, that kind of thing. I mean... As soon as he mentions that, the the light should have gone off in my head. Ding! Ah, that's going to come back later. But we get distracted by all the stuff with this monster hunter and his motivations and people getting killed and them going around killing 
you know, staking people that have been killed or changed by vampires. It was done really well, written really well in that, you know, if you were looking at this from an editor's point of view or a writer's point of view, and you were picking out all these little plot points, then you would probably be able to guess that in the end, something's going to come back with that. And that uh, this cab driver, there's more to this cab driver than meets the eye kind of thing. But if you're just going through, if you're just being entertained by everything and you're just going along with the story, um, it, it makes for a little surprise there at the end. And everything kind of falls into place and fits together. But I like how he lets the uh, monster hunter or the vampire hunter go and get the tapes out of the trunk himself so that he'll see the dirt in the trunk and that he'll begin to realize that something's off with this. And then when he's like, oh, you weren't paying attention. Let me let me take notes for you. And he starts recording into the notes. And, that, you know, this is obviously dated material um, because we're, we're, you know, taping into tape recorders. We're driving cabs around the city. Uh, yeah, that, that's kind of why I get the Kolchak vibe. And I'm sure there were some uh, updates to this that had to happen because I, I think that all of these radio shows and I don't know about the HBO series, if all the television shows were based on actual stories from the Tales from the Crypt comic book, but that was back in the 50s when the comic book was coming out. And so I don't, but I, I think I read in here learning about these episodes that all of these episodes on the radio show or internet show, whatever you want to call it, were based on actual stories from the comic. And so, you know, I don't know how much they had to update that from, you know, 1955 to the year 2000, but uh, I'm sure they had to throw some things in there. But even now, 22, 22 years later, after this is was performed, you know, it would have to be updated again. We'd have to throw in cell phones. We'd have to throw in what else? Well, it would, he might be an Uber driver or a Lyft driver instead of a cab uh, driver and things like that. So, yeah, it would be interesting to see this updated. But anyway, I enjoyed the heck out of this episode. It's a very interesting take on a vampire story. You know, some of it is typical. Some of it's the common things you see in all vampire stories. The unionization of vampires was kind of fun as well. Uh, but yeah, there was enough classic vampire stuff that people get it, right? You you know that stuff. And so it's it's easy to go along with that. But then they throw in this twist and they throw in this different type of vampire and this lore. And uh, yeah, I just found it a lot of fun. And of course, the, the clever title, you know, Fair Tonight, F-A-R-E, meaning a, a taxi fair tonight. Um, yeah, just all the puns and stuff from Tales from the Crypt. It, it's all good stuff. And so I'm going to keep this tradition up. I'll bring you something next year as well. And, uh, you know, we're, we're good for uh, several years here down the road, keeping this tradition going. Uh, I enjoy doing this podcast. I appreciate everybody that listens to this podcast. Uh, I love hearing from you. If you'd like to send an email 
and uh, talk about the things that you like about this podcast or things that you would like to hear in this podcast or the, you know, the other podcasts that I do, you know, the delusions of grandeur, outfield excursions, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Just uh, send me an email at journey into podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can always find me on Twitter at journey into, or on Facebook, there's a Facebook page for for journey into, and I, I would get your message there as well. Uh, if you'd like to go above and beyond and support this podcast and get early and extra episodes, go over to patreon.com slash journey into, uh, take a look, you know, for just a dollar a month, you can get extra and early episodes. I just said that, right? You know, check out the tiers of, uh, support, you can start out at $1 a month, which is, you know, pretty cheap. Uh, but I have other offerings at $3 and $5 and even $10. Um, so yeah, head on over to patreon.com slash journey into, and, uh, at least take a look at it. See if you're interested in, in anything there that I'm offering. But, uh, yeah, otherwise I'd love to hear from you. Please spread the word, um, share this with your friends and say, Hey, I really liked this episode of Journey Into. Uh, maybe you'd like it too. You know, spread the word about it. Um, I'd love to hear from you. So, but anyway, I will be back again with uh, more journeys uh, next month. And yeah, there's always something coming out. You know, so sometimes I'm slower, sometimes I'm faster, but there's at least usually a couple episodes per month that you can look forward to here on the main feed and, and a lot more going on on Patreon. So I'm glad you're here. I hope you stay and uh, have a great October. Uh, but until next time, stay safe out there and journey on. The Journey Into Podcast is produced under Creative Commons, attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license, which means that you are encouraged to share this podcast with as many people as you would like. Uh, but please don't change it or sell it and let people know where you got it from.